This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, soon to be in your hot little hands, a great book, Take Me to Dunedin. This is a self-guide a self-drive guide to Dunedin's engineering heritage. And uh, the book lets us learn about technical marvels that are hidden in plain sight all around us. Um, sounds like a fascinating book. We thought we'd take an opportunity to catch up with uh, the woman responsible for it. Karen Rigglesworth joins us on the line. Karen Morena, good to have you with us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Karen, you describe yourself as a technical storyteller. That's not an expression I've heard before. <laughs> what does it mean? Well, I've spent many years making it up, actually. Um, So I started my background, I've got an engineering degree, mechanical engineering degree, Um, but around the time we were looking at Transmission Gully and other projects, I started to get more involved with writing, and so these days I tend to write about engineering um, in various forms. And so the reason these books came about is because engineers do these amazing things in, in the landscape and other places that we use in our lives every day but even the engineers often just will finish a project and move on and not really celebrate what it is that they've achieved because they problem solve they you know they'll innovate as they create solutions and so these books they're they're focused on heritage but they're really designed to get people to take a fresh look at things that they think they know in the landscape and to understand a bit about how things work and who the engineers were behind them so yeah, you you mentioned books, and of course, uh, "Take Me to Whanganui" <laughs> is one that's been out there and received praise. Was that um, the first um, book in, in what might be uh, a series? It is turning into a bit of a series. So the Dunedin one was it, it came about really because I was lucky enough to get a residency at the writers, the Robert Lord Writers Cottage in Dunedin, and um, my pitch for that was to put together this Dunedin book, um, but also to finish off my Whanganui book. And the Dunedin book has turned into two books. So there's the current one, um, which is just out today. In my, Well, I've got to pick it up today. And um, the um, Otago one will be coming out later. But the Whanganui one, that evolved from, um, as I say, being interested in things that were happening and not being celebrated. And I started out doing newspaper um, pieces and it evolved and from there into a book. And um, so that came out in 2020 and I was lucky enough to um, get an outstanding contribution to Heritage Award for it in 2020. And in 2021, it won a um, highly commended Whanganui, uh, a New Zealand engineering Heritage Award as well. So it's a little bit of a pat on the back. So it's not so much the books, it's the whole concept of what I'm trying to achieve with getting people more engaged with engineering. Engineering is heritage, industrial heritage, and from there also things like your wonderful rope walk, the challenge of what to do with these wonderful bits of infrastructure going forward to make them um, useful and relevant into the future as well. Well, let's talk about some of your discoveries. Um, I imagine there's a great deal of research uh, involved, but that uh, necessarily for you involves jumping in a car and having to drive around and and, and spotting some uh, potential uh, sites to write about too, I imagine. Well, it it, it evolves in various ways. Um, Talking to people is one of the highlights, I have to say. And um, when I came down to Dunedin, I hadn't really been into Otago before, so... 
you know, you will find things quite late in the piece in the process of putting these books together sometimes. Um, and I did it in two stages. So there's the research and writing side and then there's the going and getting the photographs. So the photographs in the Dunedin book are all mine. So you have to actually go to the sites and see what's there. And I like to take a photograph of what's there in the landscape now. So challenging people to see things in a fresh way, taking an engineer's view on the on on what's there. but capturing what's there now rather than, um, you know, trying to imagine what was there perhaps in the heyday. So, you know, working with what we've got. So the the, port, the profiles are all about things that you can actually go and see in the landscape still. Well, for the most part, yeah. And there are so things like, yeah, the lighthouse, for example, you know, um, you talk to people and so I got to go into the wonderful lighthouse at Tyroa Head. Um, I got to do a special guided trip through the airport um, and people are really interested that you're interested so um, yeah that's that's cool that's cool part of it and in terms of the 38 profiles that are in this book take me to Dunedin um, perhaps you could give us a, a, an idea of the range and scale I mean perhaps from from something that we might not even notice and drive past every day to something that is clearly one of something that we all look at and are quite inspired by well I think one thing to bear in mind is I take engineering as quite a broad approach. So it's engineering, technology, industry, and especially our early engineers, they often were the most technically competent people in the community rather than maybe uh, trained engineers. So, you know, it's quite a broad um, approach to what might be called engineering. Obviously, there's Baldwin Street, um, but I've also got, um, I'm just having a look down my list here, I've also got the organ in the town hall, um, and I love to talk about the vault lights that you've got, which um, we have here in Whanganui, although not to the extent you have in Dunedin. Um, the observatory, the airport, as I say, the woollen mills, the kiln out at the um, in, out at the peninsula, the disappearing gun, of course, the gas works. So there's quite a diversity, and I think that's what I try and part of my ethos is to get people to think you know, um, in a fresh way about these things. Um, yeah. And Karen, I guess these these in themselves, they might be of interest, but it's the stories behind them. And I imagine there are some engineering challenges and, and those are the those are the things that make for the interesting stories. Uh, uh, you, you know, you mentioned that perhaps some of the items that you've written about um, have been... Uh, They've been tackled as a as an as a necessity for the local community rather than throwing together the resources that they might have on hand rather than necessarily um, you know calling in outside expertise and so forth. Have we seen kind of the development of engineering as a skill from a uh, from a, a practical day to day Joe uh, Blow kind of perspective through to very sophisticated and high level training engineering? Absolutely, and I think it's still ongoing because when I talk about heritage, I also talk about current everyday heritage. So in my Whanganui book, for example, I've got the row gliders under the modern hospital building, which are earthquake protection, and they were the first in the world. Um, so they're like the ones that are in Parliament, but they're designed for lightweight buildings. So in the, in the Dunedin book, it's the same. And, and I think one of the wonderful things that's come out of this project has been the, the local high school has picked them up as a class set for the kids to be able to go and see what's in the landscape and to learn and to get engaged with technology. So so things like, for example, the New Zealand Express building is a classic example of um, 
real innovation. What what engineers do is they'll say, okay, we need to get across this river. Um, you know, what have we got to hand? And particularly in the early days in New Zealand, you would use what you had to hand. So with bridges in Dunedin and Otago, you will see that they're what they call vernacular. So they're of the place. And, um, you know, obviously they're using the schist, they're using the cables and so on. So there's a specificity to the materials that are available locally because of transportation and cost and so on. But there are also the um, the specificity of the landscape, so getting across these deep gorges that the rivers make down in, in Otago. Very different from the wide Whanganui River, which you couldn't build the same kind of bridge across. It just wouldn't work in the scale that you'd need with the materials you've got available. So, so some of these, I, I found that in Eden projects, the stories came out differently because there is an evolution often in the way that the, the problem solving has evolved over time. So there might be an initial solution. And then as time goes on and finances change, needs change, um, the solutions improve and evolve. So obviously you've got the punts um, that were the early version of getting across the river and then it evolved to the bridges. Um, like for Balclutha, for example, they built a fabulous bridge and it was washed away in a flood, so they had to build another version, which wasn't the same as the old one. It was of its time. So, yeah, the stories, some of them are older, some of them are more modern engineering, but within these stories, you've also got the evolution of the development of technology, and that's what engineers do. They'll come up against a problem, and they'll figure out a way to solve it, given the constraints, um, and that's part of what you do as an engineer and I think the engineers often forget that that's the marvellous innovative cool factor of engineering quite often is that problem solving and that's what I'd like to engage people with as I say getting the students out getting people out how did they build that why did they build it like this and not like that you know and then thinking forward how could we solve problems going forward with a similar mindset. Karen have you primarily focused on on European settlement and, and and the technical innovation since then? Anything earlier at all? So I have included um, Choi Su Hoi, obviously. He's a very important early engineer and many other things as well. And the, the Maori um, engineering history is an interesting one. I included a piece in the Whanganui book and I engaged with um, contacts down Dunedin and Otago about um, Maori engineering heritage because there are a couple of really wonderful stories, one in, Otago, in Dunedin that I was really interested in and one in Otago. And um, it wasn't considered appropriate for me because I'm not Maori myself it wasn't considered appropriate for me so we engaged with the, the local iwi and so on and it wasn't considered appropriate for me to tell those stories but I have to say that they're very cool stories and um, they belie the myth I guess that um, Maori stories are only for the North Island um, so yeah I'd very and I and I have to say too I what I've done isn't the full and final um, version of engineering in Dunedin in any sense, not even for um, Pakeha heritage. It, this is the start of the conversation. So, um, you know, there's a whole lot of things that didn't get put in, partly because they're not in the landscape, partly because there's not enough room because I wanted a portable book. Um, you know, maybe there'll be a version too. But, yeah, there's all these decisions that have to be made and trying to be sensitive to people's um, preferences and 
and and the limitations on what's known, there's all sorts of decisions that get made as you go through the process of pulling your best effort together. So, yeah, I'm hoping that those stories um, will be valued and told, um, maybe not in this form, but, you know, I think that they deserve to be celebrated in their own right. Tell us about the format of the book. Um, you've made it so that it is useful as a self-drive guide? Yeah, the idea is that you... Well, the original idea was that you start in Wanganui, you're there for a day or you're a local person and you you know, you know, want to take the kids out somewhere interesting for a picnic or something. And so there's a couple of maps, one in the front and one in the back, and then it's just a dip in, pick a place that you might be interested in. You can read about it at home. You don't have to go out to the site. But if you want to go out to the site, it gives you a bit of a... The idea was to take an engineer along with you. That's hence the title. So if you're sitting there having a picnic and looking at this thing in the landscape. Why did they build it like that? It's got a funny stone bit here and a, you know, and it, the idea is to give you a sense of what the decisions that were made as it was built, why it was built on this side of the bank, not that side of the bank, why they stopped at this level. It looks a bit funny. It doesn't look quite even on both sides and the people behind it. So it's really just, um, yeah, engaging people with what's out there in the landscape and, Go out and one one of the wonderful things with my Wanganui book was it came out during the COVID drama and a lot of people couldn't go very far and so local people were going out and re-engaging with the local landscape and really enjoying just having a fresh perspective on what they saw every day um, and that's really what it's all about. So clearly of interest to students of engineering but of interest to anyone potentially. Well I'd hope I'd hope that people start to think heritage is more broad than, than just our wonderful architecture and so on. So, yeah, um, yeah, hopefully people enjoy it. <laughs> Take me to Dunedin. Well, you're going to be uh, unboxing them very shortly by the sound of things. When can we hope to see Take Me to Dunedin in our local bookshops? So I've already talked to people in Paper Plus and at Toy 2, and um, I've got them on a website as well. Um, so it's Karen Rigglesworth writer.com um, so you can contact me directly but there will be I've, I've got to talk to University Books there's various outlets and I will be starting to send them out this week so um, yeah get in touch with me if you would like or get in touch with your local um, shop and they will get in touch with me to sort it Karen Rigglesworth telling us about taking me to Dunedin the next in this series of books celebrating our engineering history. Karen, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM. Thanks, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.